This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I, I don't think that's a very good attitude. It's Mike Shope. You don't think? You don't You don't think? But I don't think you should be butting in when I'm talking to my team. You're my assistant, okay? You're supposed to back me up and go get me juice boxes when I tell you. Now go get me a juice box. You know who you're talking to? It's the Bulldog. I'm talking to the juice box guy. You're crazy. Well, I'm not crazy. I'm just thirsty. Why don't you go to hell? No, you go to hell. While you're there, why don't you grab me a juice box? I'm no juice box boy, I'll tell you that. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you it's are. Mike Show yes, you and are. the Bulldog on WGR Sports Radio 550. Here's a question. If the play where Miles Sanders caught the pass and appeared to fumble and Nick Bolton for Kansas City ran it back for a touchdown, which would have been Bolton's second such TD of the game, this play was overturned, so it didn't count. Bolton, if he... Everything else is the same somehow, and the Chiefs win this game 38-35, but that play counts. Is he the MVP? Like, he didn't really do anything on those plays. The first one a little more, but Hurts lost the fumble. Lost the fumble but on his he, own. He pressured Hurts into it. I think like he 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 was I think he got credit for forcing that fumble. Okay. Um It's that's I, that's a little sketch. Yeah. But I was thinking about that. Well, when the second one got called back, is when I had the thought. Like, if that had counted, maybe he's the MVP. Um, man, if everything else goes the same, Mahomes throws for 182, sure, the three scores, the running, I think it's probably still Mahomes, but there's an argument for the guy, I think. I mean, two scoop and scores in a, in a Super Bowl would be pretty tough to beat. Which I, I could never vote for him, though. I mean, he, it's fine. He got good. He got a good bounce on both plays and yep. made the play on uh, the first one more than the second one. Somebody else delivered the hit on the second one. So, um, and you didn't think that was a fumble? No, I did not. No, I thought the, it was the, the play in the flat. No, I, 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 the way that I interpret the the rules, the way that we've heard them explained, I, I almost instantaneously thought that that guy did not have that ball long enough. I, I got to get off on this. So the play, I think it's Devontae Smith, deep down the sideline. They called him in. Mm-hmm. You watch the replay. He he doesn't really have the ball. He's out of bounds. The ball hits the ground, too. Like, that's mm-hmm. got to be overturned. Right. 
that was one where there was no talking in the room, I guess, and I was listening to Mike Pereira, and here we are after all these years, and Pereira is talking about, well, I mean, please correct me if you didn't hear it this way. I I think it's incomplete, but is it obvious enough? Uh Uh-huh. Is it obvious enough? Like, well, you think it's incomplete. Shouldn't that be it? If if you see the ball hit the ground, like, why isn't that it? Why isn't that the standard? But in sports, there's like this cop out. There's this room for the NBC guy that they had for this largely useless role uh, is is uh, Terry McCauley. And he is constantly talking about clear and obvious. Like that's that's how it's got to be somewhere in the world. I hope everybody's sort of driving at a slow rate of speed right now. Somewhere in the world, in the officials community world, it is there is an understanding that replay is only for plays where it's clearly wrong. Which I think the Devontae Smith play ultimately qualifies but even that like the goddard one i thought they were going to call incomplete and they don't so that's not it meeting any clear and obvious standard i and, i should i should admit that i thought i also thought I'm, I'm saying like this one in the flat to the running back and this one to Devontae smith i instantaneously thought incomplete uh, upon seeing the replay of the smith one but the other one live right away i also thought the goddard one was going to get the same treatment i thought they were going to overturn that okay but the miles sanders one that's run back for a touchdown, I, I I don't know, would you agree? It is definitely not clear and obvious. What's pretty clear is that he catches the pass, which is really what the rule is originally. Like, if you catch the pass and then drop it, that's a fumble. But then we had to get all technical. Well, sure, we've extended what, what, you know, the definition of a catch now includes this football move stuff, so you've got to take two steps. And all that, and Sanders clearly, to me, did not take two steps. I think, again, like I'm saying, I thought it was pretty obvious right away. Um, so I don't, I, I did not think there was any controversy on that play. You, I, it seems pretty clear, feel differently. I thought it was really close, and that's my point, because you've got the 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 considered. I don't mean this disparagingly, like the considered authorities on the rule book and on officiating telling you all the time, including in this case earlier in this game, with an example that took forever for a replay anymore, <laughs> yeah, that's that right. the standard is, I mean, he drops the ball, Kevin, but it's not so obvious, I don't know. Like, that is what they're working by. Well, what, the, what they're... May, maybe one of the biggest trouble spots in the entire conversation is that the the clear and obvious part, how that is delineated in in the language of the rule and the way Terry McCauley, and you're right, I mean, you say his name and I hear clear and obvious in my brain. Yes. Um, Because I just, you know, just watching every one of those games for however many years he's been doing it. So, like, I mean, it's ingrained. The, The clear and obvious part has to be used to overturn a ruling that you're telling us could be wrong in the first place, which is why we're reviewing it. So it needs to be so obvious to, as to overrule something that was wrong to begin with. I'm not sure that that really makes sense. I've never really thought about that before, but like, 
it, it should be clear and obvious that it's it's not something. And they're, the, the way they, they apply it feels to me like I have to disprove this call that we're questioning. And I, I don't know. I, I'm, In other words, if the guy would have ruled it incomplete on the field, then – is is the review does the review take as long because that then that also has to be clear and obvious and i don't know the whole clear and obvious thing is a problem is all i'm trying to say it totally is and this is really where they should be pinned down i don't care if roger goodell who's you know he's a promoter anyway says that officiating has never been better of course he's going to say that like what what's he supposed to say like he also said we've got work to do, and there are always challenges. Like he says everything that anybody, like all the CEOs talk the same way. So, okay, I don't care about that. It's not meaningful. It doesn't mean anything. What does, like this is something that does, because there is perhaps, I don't, I don't think so. I was going to say there, there, there might be some variance in whether or not, like what, what are we going for? There, of course, would be subjectivity in, in you know your you saw you saw the Miles Sanders play different than I did like you thought it was one thing I thought it was something else which goes to the root of why are we even bothering to review these plays I mean it doesn't work but it really doesn't work if you want to if you tell me Mike Pereira or anybody and notice I, I don't believe he used that phrase on this play because I guess he didn't want to it looked pretty not clear and obvious what to do mm-hmm. it was like. Is that a football move or not? He's taking a step. He gets hit. Does he catch it? Yeah, he catches it. What are we doing here? If if clear and obvious means squat, they're not overturning that. You can't because that's exactly what we're out here trying to avoid is plays like that where you get a replay and you get different angles, but they really don't tell you for sure. And that's when the referee, we've always been told, is supposed to put it in his pocket. Like, i not... Not conclusive if they use that word anymore. I don't know if they use that word anymore, but it's just the there. There are like three things that can happen on replay. I, I believe, and I'm saying this today because this is how announcers are talking as recently as yesterday. There is the call was wrong on the field, overturn. We watch the replay and we know that there is. We watch the replay and we know that the call on the field was correct. And then there is we can't tell, right? And if we can't tell. It's two out of three for we're leaving the call as it is. That play was clear and obviously not a catch? I think so. I mean, literally, he caught the ball. He controlled the ball. It wasn't moving around, but he didn't have that possession for long enough for me to think it met the criteria of what I believe a catch to be. Do you like how wordy I'm being? But you're, 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 you're <laughs> also going as far as to say it was obviously incomplete? Yeah, yeah, like that's how I, yeah, I felt that was clear and obvious, that play. Whether whether Pereira used that phrasing or not, I, I, I thought it, immediately and then upon watching the replays, like, this is not going to be a catch, even though he caught it. Wow. See? Wow. He caught it, but it's not a catch. See, uh, clear and obvious is such a joke. What, what is obvious? You and I watch a thing. Let's make it this play or anything. You and I watch a thing. And I'm like, that's a fumble. Okay, so to what extent do I believe that was a fumble? Is like obvious? What number is obvious? Ninety, a hundred? What obvious? Obvious, I think is a hundred. Clear and obvious is I'm a hundred percent. I'm not a hundred percent, but I'm above fifty. How should it work? 
So did it need to be 100%? There'd be a lot of calls that replay has changed over the years, arguably including this one, but worse ones, mm-hmm. where you think it's 100%, I think it's 95 and that's the difference. That's an important difference. So it has to be 100%. I know the call on the field was clear and obvious. That's what the implication is, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so this one is not 100%. And this one is 54% or something. Like this one is, I think that's a, I think that's a catch, guys. Uh, and you might think it's, I don't know if you want to go as far as 100, but you might think it's like way the other way. I, I, I think it's pretty close to 100. Different, though. Yeah. That's not 100. All right, sure. Isn't isn't that what we're talking about? Well, that's what I'm talking about. I like, don't know. It has to be 100? <laughs> Probably. It should be 100. I, that's how they talk. That's how they talk. It's not going to be overturned unless it's clear. Devontae Smith didn't get his feet in and trapped it. And that took a long time. And it was about whether it was obvious enough that he well, didn't catch it. He had his feet in, but then there's the bobble as he's going to the ground. And it, it, at that point, you know, you get into the ball touching the ground. And it, it, there's a lot going on there. But I think originally his feet, like when they called that play live, it's a catch because they thought he had it. They didn't know that he bobbled it. And that sort of negates the feet being in. Now now your feet aren't in. Now you have to reestablish your right. feet if you're going to get control of the ball. Right. And that all went out the window because the ball hit the ground and was moving around and all that. But And Mr. Cheffers needed a long time to determine that. That that was absurdly long. That, yes. That's the kind of play that this year we had the Sky Ref call down and say incomplete without even there being a challenge. Right. Clear and obvious has to be shot to the sun. Like, th- that is not a reasonable part of an intelligent conversation about this because al- almost the most black and white plays in football can be interpreted different ways uh you know a catch of course a catch is just such a disaster so hard now it was never hard growing up now it's impossible to like just clear and obvious just delete 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 i'm the referee i'm the nfl whatever I get. I have the authority and, and the expertise to look at this play and tell you whether it was A or B. And to whatever extent, I think it was obvious, who cares? I'm the referee. This is what it is. It's on me. This is what I see. Okay? What does he have to be? I mean, isn't it? Do I need to give up? Isn't it like <laughs> if it's 99% one thing, isn't it ridiculous to think that they wouldn't call it? It's like in hockey when the puck is under the goalie's glove which is behind the line, but yeah, we can't, can't call it a goal because yeah. we can't see the puck. We need or, visual evidence. Or the water bottle's in the way or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah. Doesn't that drive you crazy? Like, goal. Goal. Come on, let's, let's, be, let's not be dogs here. Yeah. Let's be a level up. We, we can think critically about this, that the puck has to be in. So, goal. No. We have all the cameras. We have all the... We've got people in other cities and countries who are their jobs are to watch these games from afar and make sure there aren't mistakes. We, we've got all this effort and money being put into it. We can't do that because we can't see it. Like so, ugh, like the puck is just doesn't it doesn't exist in that moment. Sorry to make it into a hockey point. Anyway, it's just really bad. It's just really bad. You, clear and obvious sucks. Yes or no. 
And if I have to use this other level of scrutiny based on whether somebody thinks it's obvious enough, how about yes or no? And there are times when the discussion is all about obvious and there are times when it isn't at all. And that just makes it worse because that just confuses if you actually care. Did I, I'm the one who says don't care, right? I'm the one who says don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't, don't shorten get hung up on it. your right. life right. with right. passionate opinions about NFL officiating. Don't do that to yourself. Like, I'm dying inside right now, probably. I'm also feeling alive, so there's some irony for you. Wow. Bo- both I'm, things at once. Is that how it goes, though, usually? Like, when you feel the most alive is when you're actually killing yourself? Like, just, I mean, might, might, in, might in a be. way? Might be, yeah. That's not good. Depends if the effort to kill yourself is... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Clear and obvious. <laughs> maybe, maybe. That's good. Scott is with us. Hello, Scott. Good afternoon. Uh, listen, Mike, I agree with you, and I'm glad you guys are talking about this today. I'm, I'm, I'm in my 60s, so I watched football back in the 70s and 80s, of course. And there were no replays back then. The game was fast. The game was true. I really believe that these replays on every fumble, on every catch, on every touchdown, it's ruining the game. It just slows it down, and it's just horrible. And I'm really glad, Mike, that you are sticking to your guns on this because it was that was a catch. And I, you know, I'm not going to argue that, but. It happens every game. It's just unbelievable. And I just wanted to call in and say that. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we all know, right? I mean, d- d- does the caller need, what was the caller's Scott. name? I'm sorry, Scott, need, need me to give the speech? I mean, the TV coverage, like, so much has changed. Like, the coverage that we all enjoy so much, these crystal clear pictures, all these different camera angles, like, br- bring so much to the table that. To try, like as much as I hate replay, I mean I have campaigned. I, you know, I'm I'm grateful to you for taking it up today to the extent that you are because you know it's been it's been my fight knowing it was futile. So I guess maybe I've lost a lot of my energy for it over the years here. That's why I'm 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 glad to have you like <laughs> invest in it. But with what is being presented now on TV, 
how much better we see things than in the 70s and the 80s. I'm not quite as old as Scott, but I'm, you know, I watched plenty wow. of football in the 70s and 80s. And I'm trying to hold off 60, okay? I'm just trying, I'm, you know, whatever. I'm going to run out of runway eventually. But I got a couple of years left. Um, that It would be very difficult, I think, mechanically in the sport to not have it now. Because there'd be just so much that we'd see that was wrong that you'd think, we got to fix that, we got to fix that, we got to fix that. Um, whereas, you know, in the 70s, we just didn't have, you know, the picture wasn't as good, there wasn't as much available, we just didn't see as much. One thing where I do do disagree with the caller, uh, football in the 70s was not fast. It was oh. fine. It was fine. We all loved mm-hmm. it just also. But it was not fast. It was so slow. Believe me, I watch a game from the 70s once a week. It's not too slow for me to do that and do something mm-hmm. important in life. I do this, I do this instead. But it's definitely, definitely not fast. They, they don't even realize the clock is running in, late in games in the 70s. Like, oh, it's over? <laughs> We should, probably should have hurried up there. I didn't even realize it was so late. The game just sort of ends in the 70s. Well, that's it. I guess that's it. Why don't they put a clock in the stadium? Oh, there is? Okay. Uh, Anthony is next. Hello. Hey, guys. Um, I wanted to talk about the Miles Sanders catch. So I was wondering, I, I knew it was going to be called um, probably incomplete, but I was thinking, uh, do you guys uh, remember the Goddard play where he was on the sideline there yep. and he had, ended up having his toe inbound? Uh-huh. Yeah, so he he had the ball in his hands. He dropped it, didn't maintain possession. And then as soon as he reeled it in, it was like a millisecond, and then he stepped out of bounds. So how would that be possession? And then you're saying that Miles Sanders, who had two feet in bounds, clearly held the ball and turned his body – did not have possession. I think they need to change that rule. I'm not sure what you guys think, but that does not make sense to me. Thanks. I have no, I have no trouble with the Sanders play at all. I don't even think it's that close. I'll go right to 100 on it. Um, the Goddard play. I mean, it's the sideline. The criteria is different. He needs to control the ball as he goes out of bounds too. Did he go to the ground? I don't remember. But the question there was, he catches it initially. The left foot is down, right? What were they reviewing? Did his left foot keep in contact with the ground by the time he reestablishes control of the ball? And they determined, yes, it was really close. But that's the sideline. Like, that's that's how it goes. It's a different rule. Yeah. In in the middle of the field, it, you know, a bang-bang play like that, those are often incomplete. Like, you, the ball gets there, and you, you, you catch it, and you're hit, and the ball comes out. Oh, I feel like most of the time that's an incomplete pass. Hmm. It's not a hard one for me. I, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be a jerk. But um, I but I also thought the Goddard play was close enough that I, I, I expected it to be overturned as I, well. I don't think you're trying to be a jerk. I do think you're wrong about this play. And I do wonder if there's a little bit of, we can't give Kansas City two gift fumble return touchdowns in one Super Bowl, can we? Like, come on, let's just call, <laughs> let's just pretend this one didn't happen. It's close enough, we can get away with incomplete. We just don't want to say clear and obvious, though, because it wasn't. So on this, on this one, we're not going to use that phrase. I think it wasn't. I should have to, have to qualify mm-hmm. that, because Bulldog thinks it was obvious that he dropped it. Or 
Is that right? Didn't yeah, no, the... I don't. I, I don't think it was obvious that he dropped it. Uh, it was obvious that he didn't possess it long he, enough for it to be a catch. He didn't qualify for the right result of a of a completion. Well, he he's, he should be so relieved, even though he caught the ball. <laughs> he should be so relieved that his catch wasn't a catch because that would have been ball, a second. But it wasn't a catch. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> he didn't have a great day, Sanders. All right, time out for the update. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog here at 803-0550. Super Bowl Reflections. This is WGR. Yeah, I mean, if there was any doubters left, there there shouldn't be now. I mean, the way he stepped up on this stage um, and ran through the ball, whatever it took for his team to win, I mean, that was a special performance that I, I don't want to get. Lo- I don't want it to get lost in the in the the loss that they had. I mean, even in, whenever we got all the momentum in that game and and we went up eight points in the fourth quarter, for him to respond and move his team right down the football field and run it in himself for the two point conversion, it was a special performance by him, man. And uh, I mean, it, you make sure you appreciate that when you look back on this game. Patrick Mahomes on Jalen Hurts. Oh, he opened the door. Momentum must have meant a lot. That they had all the momentum when they kicked off with an eight-point lead in the fourth quarter, and Philly just whoop, touchdown. Must have been an important thing. All right, all right. He's 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 really hard to dislike, Mahomes. I I, I don't know if Bills fans you know are struggling with this or if you just <laughs> hate hate him outright because you know he's in your way and you know it's been a heartbreak and and all that. I mean I, I get it, but man, it just. I didn't really expect to be, like, blown away impressed by something he would do in a game where he would throw for 182 yards, but I was really impressed by him yesterday. The running was just – with that injury, hurts. like, I don't know. Maybe if you really dislike him because of everything I've already said, you, you he's not – he wasn't hurt that bad. He's a drama queen or something. I, I don't know. Um, I believe he was hurt. I believe he got injured again in this game and just chose to, whatever, painkillers, thank you. Thanks for coming, painkillers. Who's the real MVP of the game? Painkillers, maybe. Because to run like he did on, uh, I mean, that's the biggest play of the game. Uh, I was just really impressed with how he gutted that out. Let me tell you, Um, everybody knows football is tough on an ankle sprain. So is Disney. Yeah, he's at Disney now, He's at Disneyland today, and that's tough to hobble around there. Like that's, That's a lot of steps. It's a lot of walking. We sure he's not being driven around? I mean, I saw a picture with his wife and his kids, but you know, he probably is. He's probably getting, you know, valet service. Yeah, over to like the haunted mansion. He's not. He's not waiting in a two-hour and forty-five-minute line to get onto Space Mountain. Patrick Mahomes, you're saying, has like a permanent fast pass? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be given so, one. So he he to me. Whatever. Again, Bills fans, do what you need to do. Uh, I'm just telling you. For me, he's he's very hard to dislike. Kelsey, on the other hand, Travis Kelsey, on the other hand, I promise, okay, I promise, if and when the Bills are the second or third choice all season long to win the Super Bowl and they win it, if one of their guys on national TV afterwards is screaming about how no one, not one single person, thought they could win the Super Bowl, I am going to call him out on it, okay? Kelsey was like, it, it was a clown show after the game. Well, it's got to be an act, right? I don't know. Maybe. There's no possible way any Kansas City Chief could think that they're not respected. I don't know, man. I, I think you – listen, we, we all – this came up, I think, late last week, 
right? The yeah, Sal was talking about the Bengals, how they were motivated about the ticket thing. And you know, I've mentioned this a few times. Uh, I, I, it wasn't a real thing, but it worked. So, okay, whatever gets you through the night, okay? If, if you use that for motivation, and that's why you beat the Bills' heads in, uh, because you, you were offended that fans were buying tickets to a game in Atlanta that ended up not happening because you got in the way, okay, macho man, uh, I'll give you that. Um, it's not real, but okay, you used it. I, I, somewhere, Kelsey believes they were slighted. I don't think he yells like that on TV if he doesn't believe it. He was the same way after they beat Cincinnati, talking about Burrow and everything. Yeah, like he Burrow goes, land. He's going into this wrestler mode, which, you know, I, I, I'm I, fine with it. <laughs> I, I just He's too good a player, and they're, they're too good a team for five years in a row for anybody, for me to think that that's like a real, you know, I think he's having fun with everybody on that one. Because they were they were a point and a half underdog in the Super Bowl, nobody believed that they could win it. Oh, just he annoyed me, I, and and they they are not. I was rooting for them too in the end, and in part because of Mahomes. Nothing against Hurts was magnificent yesterday. He would have been very easy to root for, but the the Chiefs they 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 have not met whatever criteria I need for me to just root against them i i was not i was kind of alone in this in the room i was in mo- my friends who are huge bills fans do not like the chiefs do not like kelsey um so but that's just me i don't know um but he he i don't know he he can stick it i'm not i just he's great but god shut up <laughs> that's a good closing line he's great but god shut up i like it chris is with us hi chris Hi guys, uh, I want to go back to a topic you discussed a little while ago about the uh, potential uh, NFL schedule for next year. Um, is there a structure to when they book the games uh, in Europe? My daughter Ava is going to be uh, studying abroad in Ireland, and we want to try to go to the game in London. Uh, but is there a, does the NFL set it between a certain number of dates? What, what's the possibility? Of what yeah, it'll fall yeah. on. Most of those games, uh, thanks, Chris. Are they're not in the first? three or four weeks of the year. They're not in the last three or four weeks of the year, so they tend to be mid-season. But beyond that, I don't, I don't know. I guess you could go a deep dive on the stadiums and see if there's conflicts or something like that with respect to that. Yeah. But Peter King had a note about the games in Germany, and I think he maybe even had a couple dates, uh, like week seven and eight maybe. Uh, but that's not the Bills. The Bills are playing in London, not Germany. Yeah, so somewhere in the middle. Early er, early middle would be my guess, but I don't know. Speaking of Peter King, which you just were, kind of. Yeah, I mentioned him, sure. Did you see Andy Reid with him talking about the two, the two touchdown plays Kansas City ran that looked alike, like what that, what that was? There's a I clip did, of, of Andy Reid talking to Peter King about that. I did not watch that. No, I, I think I came across it. I saw I saw a still photo of the two of them talking, I, but I did not uh, watch a video. No. It's just Andy Reid telling Peter King what it's called. Corndog. You knew that. It was in Peter King's column. Yeah. Okay, Corndog. Mm-hmm. And Andy Reid is like, it's called Corndog. And he's, Peter King's like, why? He said, because corndogs are great. He had a quote from the enemy in his column, Peter King did. At, at same question, why corn dog? And the enemy said, because we like to eat. They're good. 
<laughs> but, but, and I'll get to the but in a second. King then says, but Patrick Mahomes is not actually literally in the huddle yelling corndog. And Andy Reid's like, yes, he is. <laughs> That's the play. Corndog. Why? Because they're delicious. Right. He actually says something like, who, because who doesn't love a corn dog with ketchup and mustard on it? And that sort of stopped me because I don't think I've ever even thought to put condiments on a corn dog. It's already caked in corn. Like, there's no, you're not going to put ketchup and mustard on corn on the cob. No, but there's not a hot dog hiding in the middle of corn on the The, cob. There's just the cob. I've never even thought of dressing up a corn dog. I always have mustard with it. I don't like ketchup on hot dogs. but I, I I don't think I've ever eaten a corn dog without mustard on it. I went to the web, like corn dogs really like with ketchup and mustard. And the picture is it Wikipedia or it's just my Google search or whatever. Like the picture is three corn dogs lined up, and they all have ketchup and mustard They're dripping off of them. just no perfectly. <laughs> oh okay, just yeah. written on the top, just mm. perfectly perfect. You know, like waves swirled. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that's just, I, I don't know, I've never even thought of that. Yeah. I don't have extensive corn dog experience. Me neither, no. I mean, I, 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 I mean, we're talking single digits of times I've had corn dogs in my life. I like other things more. Sure, at a, at a fair or the kind, of, the kind of place where you would access a corn dog, um, I'm, I'm probably choosing something else. Like a can of mushrooms. Again, not at the county fair. No, probably not. (laughs) Oh, really? They don't have that where you go? (laughs) Deep fried, (laughs) coated in butter mushrooms. Mm. I'm excited for this chili cook-off, by the way. What? Now, when? This is Friday when? It's like 5.30. So I'm going to do the cooking and then come here. And then go thereafter and find out how it went. Oh, I see. I'm just like wondering, like what? I don't. Didn't yeah, know you were it was like tw- twenty to thirty yeah. competitors. All right. All right. Yes, but yesterday's was such a smash. I doubt I've ever had chili I liked more than this than All this right. one, this brisket one. It was such a smash. I don't want to say too much. No, so what, it's, it, it's enough people that there could yeah, be. I you know, off, oh, he's yeah. doing brisket. Maybe I won't. Maybe yeah, I'll, I'll do chili and I'll just squiggle ketchup and mustard on it. Maybe I'll do that. You can't pin this guy down. Just no. when you think you know what he's going to do, it could be deception. <laughs> That's right. It could be his own version of Bull- corn dog. Bulldog thinks everything is deception, <laughs> so why wouldn't this be? Right. But it was such a home run. In fact, my wife's sister is sick. She couldn't come over, so my wife took her to Chili's. And, like, I would not expect to hear from her. She's not even healthy. Like, she's going to eat. That's good. Too bad she couldn't come over. But instead, she texted me, like, a half an hour later, this one is amazing. Mm. So I'm very excited about it. Amazing. Yes, amazing. Yes. Literally. Chili rising to the level of amazing. I know. It's crazy. It's I, I can't believe it either. I'm worried about that perhaps being a slight overstatement. Well... How are we going to settle this? Mm, we're not. <laughs> right. Just like everything else. We're not going to settle it at all. Leave it open-ended. But it took coming off the page. It took, you know, look, it says another hour, but my wife and our friend who was there for the party both thought, no, you're good right now. And I hate doing that. Like, I would not have done that on my own. I would not have made that decision because I just feel like 
the recipe says this. It must say that for a reason. Do the laws of physics not apply in your kitchen? Like, this is just, it's going to cook for another hour because it says. And they both said, well, she didn't taste it, but she gave her opinion of, like, what she was hearing. She's like, I I would, just don't worry about it. If it's ready, it's ready. It's good. Yeah. All you're doing is cooking the meat. Like, everything else is already, it's not going to make anybody sick or anything like that. It's just spices and tomatoes and things. Like, all you're doing is cooking the meat, so if the meat... Tastes like it's good, then you're done. I don't know. That extra little time, like everything commingling, like I, I don't think it's going to hurt anything. It, it being ready to eat and delicious doesn't necessarily mean that cooking it longer would have been a mistake. Well, you could. That's that's right. You could let it sit because it's the kind of food that gets better after yeah, it sits for right. a while, just not in an oven. Like it was bubbling and everything oh so. i see you okay yeah yeah well, it was taken out of the oven and okay put it out yeah i'm thinking like on a like a slow cook simmer type situation but yeah no okay so anyway uh that's something i'm looking forward to somebody bet one hundred fifty thousand dollars on the chiefs to win the coin toss and won congratulations great great score there i mean i think you're an idiot but <laughs> yeah at least you won good for you Pour that money right back into the local economy. Yeah. Or double down on some other coin toss or whether somebody will get eight rebounds tonight. There's another way you could look at it. Oh, you could do that. Yeah, sure. Or will Dylan Cousins score playing on the top line? Yeah, we got some stuff to talk to Paul about in a little bit because it looks like the line's got the blender treatment. Reports from California uh, confirm that. We'll see what Paul thinks. Sabres coming off a rough one (laughs) when they were ahead. In this game Saturday, they were getting kind of run over. Sabres and Kings tonight, 9.30 pregame, and we'll talk to Paul about them in less than 20 minutes. Mike Shope and the Bulldog W. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. GR. It's actually pronounced uh, WGR550shope.com, but we haven't fixed it yet. Familiar with Daniel Jeremiah? Yes. He tweeted yesterday, this upcoming NFL draft is loaded at running back. I've been studying the group for the last few days, and there are future starters everywhere. All right. So don't draft one on Thursday. Don't draft any, any of them. <laughs> right. Just, just grab, grab an undrafted free agent. What was Pacheco? Seventh, Seventh round? Seventh round. Seventh round. So he's like one you know, very close to undrafted free agents. Pa- Pacheco, very close. Pache- could have been Pacheco versus Brock Purdy. We were almost to that. Seventh round picks in yeah. the like, key players in the Super Bowl. 
Pacheco was a just a fascinating guy in the summer for fantasy. The Chiefs started hyping him on their Twitter. Like the Chiefs started almost like a daily look at this run by Isaiah Pacheco, and everybody went, "Who?" Not Ceh, not McKinnon. They even had signed Ronald Jones. And my buddy remembered yesterday. I'd forgotten Melvin Gordon is there. They signed Melvin Gordon yeah, after the Broncos on, he, cut him. He was on their practice squad for this game. Like just the whole time. I don't know if he ever played. So it's Pacheco. So who is Pacheco? He was at Rutgers, and apparently, like that's the worst offensive team that's ever existed in college football. Like the Pacheco and Rutgers, I guess, were like just historically bad. But you know, looks looks he's got juice. Yeah. So he goes to Kansas City, and Edward Celaire is just kind of it's over, I think. Which would be funny if they drafted a, like if they drafted Bijan Robinson. Let's try that again. <laughs> right, right. Like, did they learn a lesson? They win the Super Bowl. Oh, look, we did this too. What's we don't need anything. What should we do? And Mahomes talks them into Edward Celaire, and you know he was just he, he was replacement level. I mean mm-hmm. that's that's yep. the player he's been. Yep. First round pick. And they hadn't won since. Now this year he gets hurt, and it's Pacheco and McKinnon and McKinnon, and they win. And they did run the ball too. Like they, that yeah. was a big part of their of their game. Yeah, Pacheco had what did I say earlier? Seventy. I'm not looking at it now, but seventy six yards. I think McKinnon had thirty four yards, and Mahomes himself had forty six. And that might be it. But still, that's a nice day. Very nice. Yet another. Running back from wherever, whoever, whatever round of the draft that uh, wins the day on Super Bowl Sunday. Sanders got off to a tough start. Did he fumble the first play, too, at the sideline? It's a run to the right, and the ball pops out right as he gets mm-hmm. to the sideline. And yeah. at, at my house, we're all like, I wonder if he plays anymore. <laughs> like, and, and he did, not a lot, but then he had the play that you and I have argued about, like which could have been a Chiefs touchdown. Um not not a great job there. He was a what was Sanders like a third round pick maybe by Philly. He's up. He he's yes. one of a lot like he's like Singletary, where I don't know we could sign him, but do we really want to? I mean they'll have so many options. It sounds like if Der- Daniel Jeremiah is on it, rookies just like everywhere. I think in these early drafts, I want to be drafting more rookie running backs. Be patient, everybody. Just don't know which ones to pick. That's what Ian said. Ian Harditz on Friday said about early drafting. He's like. The rookies, this is the time to get the rookies before they get hyped or they get picked and then they're just, you know, the situation more, just like nervousness about, like I'm telling you about, just I don't know where they're going to play or if they're going to play, whatever, and drafters get maybe scared off a little bit. Right. Like Pacheco would not have been on your radar before the Chiefs picked him or even before the Chiefs' Twitter started pumping him up. Right? It, like, it, it really was well into the summer before I knew who he was at all. That's right. That's right. Never in February drafts. Never. Like, just, no. Who's that? There's a hundred of those guys. It, right. More, maybe. Mario liked him. Mario's always, Mario Puig's always the guy who sort of, like, he knows. But he might have 20 Pachecos <laughs> or, or James Robinsons in a given year. You still, you have to get the situation. You have to luck into the situation. What an embarrassment of riches of Pachecos to have 20. Yes, yes. The most of any, most you could have. I just want one. <laughs> yes, we do. Paul, after sports, we'll get into the Sabres a little bit. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t